And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. It is the holiday most associated with love. And so where else would I be than with someone I love very dearly? That would be Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Doc, happy Valentine's Day. Will you be my Valentine, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews? I will always be your Valentine. Thank you. I've been waiting all day for someone to say that to me. Mrs. Manson didn't say she'd be your Valentine? Well, no, she said I am her Valentine. She didn't ask. She just sort of declared it to be so. Um, it's, so, you was, know, so sometimes it it's just, nice to be asked. It was That's just all. a statement. I, I yeah. understand. I understand. Um, I don't know about you, but today sucked. <laughs> okay. You've been saying that. Just a little behind-the-scenes baseball, ladies and gentlemen. When we first got on the uh, the call with each other, which was only, mind you, three minutes ago. We, it's not <laughs> like we, we were talking for an extended period. But you you have said now at least two or three, four times even, that today was garbage. Yeah. And I would like to know, what about today made your Valentine's Day hot garbage, DC man? It was only work. Um Today, you know, I, I, I woke up this morning, I made pancakes for my lovely wife. Uh, that sounds I, lovely. I managed to get hers in a heart shape, and yes, before you ask, mine had chocolate chips. Hey, uh, I don't judge. I like chocolate chip pancakes. <clears throat> mine was also, no, Grant, mine was also bigger than the plate I ate it on. Because <laughs> I, I will make a batter, and I will make... My wife, her pancake, and then I will just use whatever batter is left over to make mine. <clears throat> and we had a lot of batter left over. And so it, it, it kind of carried over. So you have to, as I'm walking, cause of course, you know, it's Valentine's Day, but we didn't eat together. So she was sitting watching TV, catching up on the news of the day. I'm holding my plate in such a way so that <clears throat> the part that's overhanging is kind of obstructed by my hand because I don't want my wife to see that I'm eating a pancake bigger than the plate. And it wasn't a big dinner plate, but still, you know, with the chocolate chips and the berries and the whipped cream on top. So I Ooh. took my I took my cake, as it were, and ate it here at this table feeling uh, both like a pig and like a god. Uh, that sounds like a wonderful way to start any morning. It was. Most of all, Valentine's Day. It was. And then I got to work. And uh, one of my coworkers is having a hard time, and so I was trying to help out. And then who should walk in the door but a substitute who is a former teacher and coworker of mine. And so she is a retired teacher. So she is in her early 60s. Okay. And she goes buddy and gives me a big hug and a kiss on the cheek which Ew. i was not expecting okay yeah so we chat and i send her off to go do whatever grade it was she was subbing for and i walked into the cafeteria 
And one of the cafeteria workers um, mentions to me that I have a Shawn Michaels style <laughs> lipstick imprint on my face. Lovely. And so I knew at that point, okay, well, the good part of my day is now going to be postponed until I get home. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, being a teacher on, on a holiday like Valentine's Day is not great. As I sip my alcoholic beverage here, the, uh, the children are a little crazed. There's a lot more sugar in their diet. Um, you know, they're excited about whatever parties and celebrations that might be going on. So it really is one of those glorified babysitting days, and I just wasn't yeah. in the mental headspace for it. And so I, I I came home feeling just defeated. But I had some dinner. I have my beverage. I have these veggie sticks. Those which, look delicious. Which I've never had before. They taste like McDonald's fries if they were, like, made of air. Like, if you took styrofoam packing peanuts and treated them in the exact same way you would make a McDonald's french fry, that's what these are, which means they're not bad, but I don't really know what I'm eating. Like, what is, what is this? Parsnip. It's either tomato, potato, or spinach, but... That one's probably potato, then. Yeah, but it's just, they're so airy, I don't understand how they are made. But that, but regardless, how are you, Doc? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm venting. I've taken <laughs> up the entire five minutes. No one is listening anymore. Welcome to DBT I'm, Podcast. I'm sorry to hear that your, you know, your, your personal face space was violated <laughs> on this Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't often, yeah, no, my, I, my day was fine. I don't often have bad days, but this was one of them. Yeah, I, I woke up, you know, rolled out of bed, barely awake, to the bathroom I go, you know, to do the morning rituals, shave, shower, etc. Do you shave every and day? Ah, uh, most days, yeah. I, I, I don't, you know, have a beard or the capability of growing a beard of any kind, but if I don't shave every day, I look homeless electric or manual both um i'll use electric on the main parts of my face because it's much quicker and easier but on the neck if i use the electric uh i will get ingrown hairs that uh, are troublesome so i use a uh, safety razor to do the neck region okay i i don't i'm single blade no, I have the Fusion 5, and I have a trimmer that what I'll do is I'll wait for this to get really scruffy, and then I take it down so it looks like I just shaved like a day or two ago, and that's pretty much how I go through life. Yeah. Now, the Fusion 5, anything beyond uh, the three blades are too many blades for my skin. Um, it just it cuts too close, and then I end up with the ingrowns again, so no good. Less blades, the better, if you've got real sensitive skin for that, folks. Speaking hmm. from experience. I did not know that. Good to know. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I don't know. It's, as I was rolling into the bathroom on the counter, there was a gift, a card. Um, Adorable. So that was a nice surprise. What'd you get? Uh, or can you tell us? I got us? a shower speaker so I could oh, listen nice. to podcasts in the, nice. in the shower. 
That's nice. What, what, did, what was the gift you gave to Mrs. Manson? Assuming, of course, that Mrs. Manson gave you this. It could have been Oscar. It was. It was uh, Mrs. Manson. Uh, I gave her a uh, an owl pendant necklace. Um, Cute. It, it's uh, it almost at first glance looks like a heart, but it's actually an owl whose you know like chestal region is sort of a heart. It's it's nice. Okay. What you got a problem with chestal region? I'm just realized like so the chestal region there the heart is there. Yeah. So would you say it has a pronounced bosom? I mean, if you would say that owls have bosoms. I don't know that I would or I wouldn't. I was just asking. Well, I'm just saying that depending on your answer, that would inform my answer. Okay, fair enough. Did you have a nice breakfast together? No. Did you have Nor- a nice... Normal morning. Had some cereal while she was outside taking care of Oscar. You know. Did you have a special dinner tonight or was it just gifts and... You know, we, we've been married for a while. I'm not saying that that means we shouldn't celebrate Valentine's Day. But when you're married, it does change Valentine's Day. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. We did celebrate. We exchanged gifts. You know, we were pleasant with each other today, perhaps more so than usual. But um, but no, I mean, honestly, we've sort of talked about this a little bit even earlier this week because, you know, there was some discussion about whether or not we were going to record this podcast earlier in the week. Full disclosure, it is, in fact, Valentine's Day when it we're recording. It is indeed. Um, and there was this question of whether we're going to do it Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. And, you know, just Mrs. Manson and I definitely did have a discussion about it. But, you know, we show our appreciation for one another 365 days a year. Right. Every so, mo- <laughs> is, uh, do you get a gift in the bathroom every morning? I don't. So, like I said, there's maybe a little something more to the idea of celebrating a day. But to your point, it's it's not like she would rather be appreciated the entire year than just one day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I agree. So, yeah, it's it's just the way it is. I am sure that you and I have railed against the capitalist nature of this holiday and, you know, like, I mean, if you're going to buy fla- if you're going to buy flowers, you literally are better off buying them at any other time besides yeah. maybe Mother's Day. And yeah, I mean, honestly, a bouquet of roses on this day, yes, will be five times more expensive than a month before or later today. Like it's ridiculous. Yes, and while both of our wives want expressions of our love and affection, they are both, I believe, financially conscious enough to be like, hey. If you buy them on September 14th, you can buy me twice as many and still save money. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, so that's cheap, and uh, aren't you, where's the the gesture of love? I don't know. It's it's just consumerism. I do think, like I said, it's important to express that appreciation, however you're going to do it. But yeah, it doesn't have to be... Um, in a fiscally irresponsible way. Yeah, I and, get it. You're young, and, and folks, Mitchell, you're dating. If it has to be a fiscally irresponsible way, maybe reconsider that relationship. You're young. You're just dating. You want to actually show a big like this is how much I care about you. That I am willing to take you to a fancy dinner and make the reservations and dress up. Great. More power to you. We're heading away. 
We're heading up north again this weekend because we've got the Monday off of President's Day. We're going to do all our celebrating up there. We'll be taking each other out for meals outside of breakfast. And we hung out and, you know, we had dinner together. And, yes, we did light a candle just because our days were were not great. But, yeah, not, not the biggest holiday in our house. And it helps that. Uh, my wife's birthday is next month, and mine's the month after that. So the spring is just filled with celebrations. So, but I Lovely. hope Lovely. I hope that who you know, as you're listening to this, which will be Friday, I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I hope you were surrounded by the things that make you happy. It does not have to be people. We have a collection of emails. I'm excited to get to. Uh, there is a pay per view this weekend. I would be remiss not to mention it. The Elimination Chamber is this Sunday. Is as, as we continue on the road to WrestleMania, we can discuss it if you would like, Doc. We can leave it alone. I leave it up to you. I have I, I have nothing to say on the subject, but if there's anything you wanted to t- tell me about it, I mean, by all means. I believe we have talked about the chamber matches themselves. Uh, We're crowning women's tag team champions. I believe I've told you about the teams already. Um, We are crowning. We're having an elimination chamber match for the WWE title. The only thing that has changed is that Mustafa Ali is out and Kofi Kingston is in. He had a great showing in a gauntlet match on SmackDown. I watched that this morning. It was really quite a good match. Um there's going to be the Raw Women's title. Ruby Riot gets a title shot. Finn Balor is taking on both Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush for the Intercontinental uh, title. I don't know how that works. Is the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line? Because I've sort of heard that Asuka has been completely unseen, basically, since winning said title. Not since winning the title, but since beating Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble. I don't know that I've seen her. It's been a couple of weeks, and I don't know if she's battling injury. I don't know if they're just keeping her off TV because there's not a real logical storyline <clears throat> with Becky and Charlotte being bounced back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. Um, the focus has been on the women's tag titles. We had two good triple threat matches um, in that sense. Oh, by the way. The Revival have finally won the tag team titles on Raw. They won them on Raw this past week. Who did they win them from? Because honestly, I I couldn't tell you who the champions were. The epic tag team of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Okay. All right. So good. Um, Again, it's going to be a good pay-per-view. Most of the matches will be good. It'll be interesting to see uh, one of the Usos went and got himself arrested. For real? For real, uh, I guess Naomi, from what I read, and this is only what I read, uh, Naomi and her husband, which I believe is Jimmy Uso, were driving in a car. They got pulled over. Alcohol could be smelled in the car. Um, they asked both of them to get out of the car, at which point Jimmy Uso took his shirt off and I believe threatened to fight the officers. That seems like a smart move. So, you know, he was, he eventually calmed down, but he was arrested. Um, 
you know, news just broke this afternoon about it, so I'm not sure what's going to come of it. We Interesting. Can, we can assume that Mr. Uso was the one who was perhaps intoxicated, which maybe led to the outburst. Whether or not this impacts their – because they are wrestling for the tag titles against the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, who I'm sure you know. The Bludgeon Brothers. No. The Miz and the best wrestler in the world, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Yeah, okay, great. Super. So we'll oh. see if that match continue, it still happens. Uh, because well, you know, I have always said... You know, as you go back on this show, all the way back to the beginning, I've always said those Usos just can't catch a break. So, uh, I don't know. It's awful for this to have happened. It, it is. And again, maybe we'll get more information. Uh, it Everything, when you read it, seems to mean, you know, Jimmy was drunk, behaved as one. Was he driving? No, Naomi was driving. Oh. Well, that's better. So... You know, he was a little disorderly. Might not be the end of the world, but we'll have to see. It's it's been it happened so recently that uh, WWE has not responded yet. Um, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin in a no DQ match. Doc, go on, resubscribe to WWE Network. I'll pass. Thanks, okay. though. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I always enjoy these pay per views. The chamber matches themselves really are all. I'm interested in, especially the women's one. I, you know, that should be nice. We've never had women's tag team champions before, at least not <clears throat> in this century. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that's some exciting stuff for the women's division. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy the show. Last week you uh, asked or I had mentioned somebody had emailed us and asked us to do state of the, you know, state of the podcast, talk about a topic. I mentioned titles. You mentioned that I should record it by the book and that, hey, you might even listen to it. I went ahead and recorded that. I don't even want to ask. I'm just going to assume you listened to it, and if you didn't, that's okay, too. But I'm going to presume you did. The password, the secret password that you gave out on that show was coconut. Am I right? Sure. See? Told you I listened. Um, but that was fun. Thank you for that suggestion. I'm glad I actually saw, I think, a few tweets of people saying that they were glad to see by the book back. I was very excited. I think they're looking for, you know, they're they're looking for something from us. I tried to get you to record on Tuesday. I was going to lure you in by asking if you would help me troubleshoot uh, my dual recordings. Um and then what I was going to do as soon as we started testing was go the list, the list, what, what, the list, and refuse to let you leave until we had recorded an actual list. <laughs> but as it turned out, you had actually more work to do with the snow cancellations than you would have, I'm, sound, I'm guessing, had you just stayed at work. Yeah, the snow cancellations always throw a monkey in the wrench. It's a lot of rescheduling to do. It just goes with the territory. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's definitely more... Unfortunate. Work. Yeah, is what it is. What else is on your mind, Doc? Because we can jump right to the emails. You know, we're, We do we're, have a lot of emails. We do have um, eight emails, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Uh, they're going to get pretty deep, I'm guessing, just because of the topics we've been discussing lately. Is that Rachel's name I see? Oh, my goodness. We got a, It is. We have a, a quote-unquote new emailer. 
Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, speaking of, of Rachel, uh, Mrs. Manson and I randomly, over the weekend, we were heading out to the nearby town where there's a lot of you know shopping. Sure. And we were just going to stop for some lunch while we were out there, and we weren't really sure where we were going. We had talked about basically every restaurant in the town. We had basically convinced ourselves that there was nowhere that we wanted to go and everything was terrible. And so we just sort of settled. We were going to go to Red Robin just to get some burgers. We hadn't been there in a long time. Red Robin. Yum. Yeah. But, you know, we're not huge fans of it, to be honest. The the ambiance, the atmosphere tends to be a little loud. And as we were going by, we saw, lo and behold, hey. There's a Maggie McFly's over there. I've eaten there once or twice. Why don't we go there? And Mrs. Manson had never eaten there uh, I believe at all. You and so. I and GQ have gone to him. I think that's where we, we went did. before we uh, saw McFoley. Correct. That was maybe the first or second. That was the first time I was there, actually. Yes. Um, and so we went in there, and as we were getting seated and we sat down, uh, we were only there for a few minutes. We had probably just put our orders in. When who stands up from a booth on the far end of the aisle... But Rachel, as well as some other uh, friends, and uh, yeah, so she came on over, joined the table. We had some nice conversations while we waited for our food. Uh, she shared some of Mrs. Manson's fries. It was a nice, it was a nice, pleasant morning. Um, and she, in fact, she lives now a bit closer um, to the action. So I don't know. Maybe we'll be seeing her more often. Maybe we'll go out for lunch or something. I don't know. Uh, definitely, we'll have to do something. But. Glad yeah, to hear. Yeah, so she's around. Rachel's around. And here, and lo and behold, she's also sent this an email first time. So she has mentioned wanting to, to uh, seeing what that says. She has mentioned being interested in sitting down to uh, record an episode of Question Marks. I actually have there a, you go. quite a list of people who have mentioned wanting to do that. And uh, Hey, hey, have you asked? This is just, you know, a thought that I had this week for Question Marks. Have you asked Jason and Liam and Bill? Yeah. Well, no. I asked Jason. You should ask all of them. Only because, like, I mean, this is just me being greedy, but in terms of, like, cross-brand synergy, like, if you get them on the show and then on their show they say, I'm going to be on this other show, then that gets people looking for our feed. Uh, You know, I mean, there's there's something to to that. Just saying. I've had conversations with Jason. He's a difficult man to, to... trapped down because of you know just all the craziness that goes on in the life of the new age insiders interviewing kofi kingston and doing all of that stuff uh i do however wrestling legend kofi kingston survivor of the gauntlet and newest entrant into the elimination chamber match you can hear that all that and more on the new age insiders podcast feed correct whoa color me surprised new age insiders uh co-promoting a wrestling show that's going to take place WrestleMania weekend. Cool. What show? Uh, a chaotic wrestling show. I believe yeah, it's I mean, called... I figured it was chaotic. Chaos for a Cause down in New Jersey. Cool. Maybe Tommaso Ciampa will stop it. He might indeed. I know he's been talking about going to some chaotic show. I don't know which he one, went to he one he went to. went to one. He popped in on one over the weekend because NXT, be NXT was in Massachusetts. They went to some. Have you been to this Asian restaurant, Kowloon? Kow- no. Or Kowloon? I don't know what it's called, but apparently it's amazing. There was a picture of like 15 different NXT superstars who went there as a group after the show. Sounds good. We should go. 
there is a new episode of Question Marks. I need to uh, just give it one more listen before posting it, but great. keep your eyes peeled on the DDT podcast feed because uh, I sat down with bestie uh, Brandon McIntyre and we <gasps> chatted all about his life. So, All right. That sounds like a good time. And, you know, speaking of things, I saw somebody tweet, Glenn tweeted at some point, and I think he's got some sort of lunch plans before WrestleMania. I don't think it's with us, though, uh, the day of WrestleMania. Are we seeing Glenn? Have we worked anything out? I mean, I haven't. Have you? Because you're the social one. So that's what really what I, I'm asking is. I have not worked anything out. Um, we should discuss if we, you know, WrestleMania is relatively close by. I don't know. I, I certainly don't want to, you know, go to a lot of stuff. But we we should debate with the with the group at large. Uh you know, if we want to make an appearance, if we want to just be passive observers, if we just want to wave to Glenn's plane as it flies overhead on his way back to England. Oh, an, I'm I would definitely waving see, at his plane. I would love to see Glenn. He wants to sit down with both of us to record uh, question marks. He thinks it would. I think that actually would make sense. Glenn's got such an interesting life as you know a yeah, former. I'd like to hear about it. A former pro wrestler, but um. We'll have to see. I don't know. WrestleMania, it is close by. You know, it's not that far away. It's like, what, six weeks away or something like that. And I, of course, am just kind of trying to get through day by day. So I also know that you're not much of one for cities. But, I mean, maybe it's depending on what Glenn's mobility is. Like maybe the New Haven area, not too far outside the city. If he's able Um, to get that way. I think we'll look into it. We'll touch base. I, I would like to make an effort because Glenn has been such a great supporter of our show, both financially through our Patreon, patreon.com slash DDT wrestling. <clears throat> and also just because he's been a fan of ours since it feels he's like been a since constant the beginning. Fixture, I feel like he's, he's really one of the, you know, he's one of the major, if we had co-hosts besides the two of us, he really is one of the major people. We have an email of his that is, uh, that is coming down the pike, I think, based on a question I had on by the book. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, I'd, I'd like to do something. It'll it'll just depend on schedules and availability and all of that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Can I can I be right. any more? Can I be any more, you know, wishy, wishy-washy and, and vague? Yes. Non-committal. That's the word. Can I be any more non-committal? Yes. I think you could be. Yes. So, you know. All right. Um so we have a commitment that you will try. Yes. So, you know. How's the video gaming going? Are you done with whatever it was game you were playing? Dead Cells? Yes, um, thank you. I've taken a break. I might go back to it. But yeah, I I, uh, I just wasn't getting any better and I wasn't getting any further. So I'm definitely on a bit of a break right now. I picked up a few more games. There was recently a uh, Lunar Sale, I think is what it's called on Steam. Chinese New Year, I presume it's related to. Um, I picked up a few games there nothing too crazy but uh played a few hours a couple hours really i'd say of stardew valley now which is sort of all right a little chill but i'm not exactly sure forgive me that's gonna hold my interest or not forgive me if we've talked about this did you ever play that game called journey where you're running through the sand no i didn't um i did have a ps3 but i never played a lot of games on it all right. It was just one of the you mentioned a chill game and that immediately came to mind as <clears throat> running towards a destination that I don't think you ever really ever get to and Have you ever have you heard of the game Desert Bus? Yes, I have. It's very popular with uh 
Uh, uh, what's that magician's name? Penn and Teller. He, they created it. Yeah. There you go. It's a game where you're just driving from like Phoenix to Las Vegas, and it's eight hours in a straight line. There's been plenty of uh, you know people who play video games for charity um, mm-hmm. who, who will play that game for long stretches, marathons, if you will, as they raise money. So yes, I am I am familiar with Desert Bus. It's just I don't know. I <clears throat> I enjoy video games. My piece of positivity for this week may or may not involve a video game. Um, but it's just you know it's interesting to to see all of the different different kinds. I watched um, you know Markiplier is a pretty famous YouTube gamer. He was playing. I was watching some old thing of him playing Seven Days to Die, and he was playing what must have been an even earlier alpha version than the one I watched you play because it looked very Probably. much like Minecraft. But that was kind of interesting. Again, I think I tweeted about it. It just made me miss watching you. I might go back and watch those videos again. Of you just talking through it. I, I, I understand why you can't. I'm just saying, oh, how I wish you could. Fair enough. Let's get to the emails here. We've we've belabored long enough. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. The first email comes from our friend Brandon Banks titled, Some Things. I haven't been emailing much. Oh, as Casey I typically listen back. on my way to and from work. And always have thoughts of things I want to email about, but by the time I get to work or home, I tend to focus on other things and then forget until I see the next episode drops. Anyway, so when you had asked us besties what you were doing right or wrong with DDT Podcasts, I thought about writing in and explaining that I couldn't even explain what I did like about the podcast, but that I also wouldn't want it to change. Then, Mitchell emailed in, and I don't think anyone could have explained any better. I have followed this week's instruction and told a friend about the podcast, and he said he'll give it a listen. Hope he enjoys and continues to listen on a weekly basis. Doc, I know you want to make the list a segment on the show. I hope, though, at some point, we do get another full episode of It. Hey, look! An episode of Buy the Book just dropped. Can't wait to give it a listen. I, for one, enjoy DC's solo shows. Anyway, it feels good to be emailing you guys again. Keep up the good work. Sent from my iPhone. That's not what he said. Keep up the work. He always says keep up the work. I know. it's, it's his My character. brain filled it in. <clears throat> I, I, I have to tell you, it meant a lot to me um, to hear people say they were excited for Buy the Book. You know, yes. a, a solo show is is not it's not I don't mind doing it, but I can't say it's nearly as much fun as recording with another person, which is why I didn't even bother asking if we were going to get another doc talk because I knew what the answer was going to be. But um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah, it's also one thing I know a lot of people like our show for our banter, but at the same time, you also have to the thing that I'm trying to come to terms with is. uh. You know, the show was about wrestling for 150 episodes. That's it. So it's it's difficult for us to not talk about wrestling and still, I think, appease everyone who has been coming to the show. Um, I, I, I'm going to be surprised if we lose more people, maybe some people who don't regularly write in, but people who were coming for the wrestling talk. Um, certainly, it's a much less supply these days. So I, I, I don't know. Um, if anybody out there doesn't email the show and is listening, 
do you come for the wrestling talk? I'm sure there are people who do, but at the same time, there are so many places to go for wrestling talk. <clears throat> the fact that it's just at this point, it's now a, hey, we haven't seen you in a week. What's going yeah. on? How, you know, hey, you saw Rachel at Maggie McFly's. Very cool. Hey, my job wasn't very good. I'm sure people can relate when your job's not very good. Hopefully you can't relate to getting like I still can like feel the lipstick <laughs> on my cheek. Like I need to go shower and just scrub my face. And this woman is great, but still not what I needed this morning. Um, so, you know, I think the people that come to this show kind of know what it is. If, if you know, this friend that Brandon at, told about the podcast and who said he'd give it a listen, hopefully Brandon explained that this is not a wrestling show. These are two guys who like wrestling, but also like many other things, and they tend to converse about the things they like. Um, Especially more so recently. And again, I'm still enjoying sitting down and chatting with you. And when it comes down to it, that's, in my mind, what matters. Uh, Fair enough. Chris Hawk. <clears throat> I, I missed this whole story. Uh, subject line, Corey Graves. Corey Graves has become an asshole. From his digs to Renee on Raw to his Twitter bashing. I honestly don't even want to watch partly because of him. Is he trying to be a Vince McMahon asshole character? Or is he just an asshole? Either way, it's not a good look. Sent from my iPhone. Yeah, I missed this again. I, I didn't watch all of Raw this week, and um, I don't pay attention to Corey Graves' Twitter, but apparently he posted some things that people didn't like, and he's being taken to task for it. I don't know. I don't know. I think, to some extent, his character is an asshole, so... Without knowing exactly what he tweeted, um, it could be appropriate for the character, um, but it is really easy to overstep um, the appropriate bounds of a character, especially if you're dealing with any sort of real life issues on social media. So I, I don't know. Without knowing the situation, it's hard for me to comment. He seemingly... He may have defended Hugh Morris, you know, Bill DeMott. I'm just looking at some of his tweets. I'm not really old enough to claim back in my day, but I were what I remember is coaching or motivation is now considered bullying. I turned out just fine, and my kids are probably tougher than yours. Can you please pass the blue crayon for these adult coloring books? I don't know. I, I don't I, know. He seems like he's expressing himself, and people are mad at that. I, again... Um, if I was a if I was a celebrity, there would be absolutely no reason for me to have social media. It's just never going to end well for you. I mean, so. I think I would have social media if I were a celebrity, but it would literally be for, hey, my new thing comes out on Tuesday. See you in six months. Yeah, that's true. I suppose if you just don't engage with people. Right. I would just use it as publicity. Which is, I guess, sort of how I use it now. Huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what you do on Twitter anymore. Honestly, not much. I, I occasionally chime in. Okay, everybody take a shot, because I'm going to mention the Find Your Happy chat on Twitter. I think that's a game now, whenever it gets mentioned on the show. <laughs> um, people have to take a shot. So, um, you know, I, I, um, I, I do converse in there, but by converse, I mean... I will say like one or two words 
every four or five days. But I mean, in fairness, I do read most of what goes up back and forth there. Pav is Pav is such a Pav. Like I don't even know what to say about Pav. Like he just he has all sorts of situations that I've got to believe that either he has the worst luck of a human being in the world, or he is the most prolific fiction writer of our time. Like <laughs> he just has these experiences. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. And then you know, there's a lot of people reacting to that stuff, which is always fun. Glenn is keeping a good, a good, uh, you know, atmosphere in there, and uh, it's really know, the it's, Glenn it's a good time now. What's that? I really feel like Glenn is kind of just—I don't want to say holding the fort down there, but Glenn is definitely a community maker. Like, if I had to have a. Uh, a, a community rep, like if we were building a brand here, like oh yeah, he'd be the he, f- one of the first hires. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know we, we get mentioned by uh, the New Age Insiders, who we are affiliated with from time to time. But every single week, um, Glenn sends out a tweet advertising our show, and then he mentioned, I think it was Apple said something like, you know. What oh, pod- yeah. What podcast do you listen to that's under the radar or something like that? And he, and he he mentioned I us. I saw that as well. Always appreciated. I was impressed because, you know, Pav uh, interacted in a tweet that I was a part of, which hasn't happened in a very long time. Hmm. At least as far as I could tell. Are we still affiliates of NAI? I believe so. Why? I just went to their website, admittedly, for the first time in a while, and there is a tab at the top for affiliate shows. We are not listed. Really? Really. Interesting. Maybe because we have our own feed? I don't know. I thought they didn't have any shows on their own network anymore. They have NAI Pop now. No, I mean, there's a separate tab for pop culture, and I think that's all the pop stuff. And there's another tab for affiliate shows. And we are not there. com. This could be big, folks. We could be learning right now. Have we been have we been blacklisted? Uh, for the Pops podcast and Let the Chaos Begin are both shows that appear on um, NAI Pop. But I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask right now because if, if we're not affiliated, what's the point of talking about them anymore? Uh, and out of curiosity... Where is the NAI Hall of Fame on this website? I don't see it anymore. When do they announce the nominees? Because I was told that this year I would be inducted into the NAI Hall of Fame. That's and true. if We're I'm no longer an affiliate, then they don't even have that excuse anymore. So where's my induction? I want a de facto induction right now. Right now. Uh, just notice we're not on the affiliate section of the NAI website. Did I Are you miss? trying to tell us something? I, I'm also, say, we are recording live. Did I miss a memo? <laughs> well, we'll see if they notice. I, again, Jason Maltov is a very busy man, and I love him dearly. Um, I enjoyed meet, uh, having a meal with him just a few months ago. I'm not sure he still listens to this show. That's um, okay. Which, again, that's okay. That's fine. Find you're happy, whatever it is. Uh, all right, yeah. let's get to Glenn's email. Glenn's email is subject line quite interesting. Do you want me to read this since it has to do with? Sure, go for it. So let me let me set the stage here. 
Last week, Glenn asked us for our top three favorite quiz shows, and as usual, we did not answer his actual question. Top three favorite quiz shows? That was his question last week, and we got off on a tangent and never went back I honestly don't even remember that. So he mentioned it, I think, in a tweet once again. So I went ahead and answered it in um, by the book. Which, of course, you remember because the secret word is coconut, so you must have heard yes, it. Yes, yes, of, uh, of course. I mentioned Jeopardy. I mentioned the show Beat the Geeks from like <clears throat> 10 or 15 years ago where there was like a TV geek and a movie geek and a music geek. And then I mentioned the show QI, which is a UK show that I thought I would like because it's hosted by Stephen Fry, but I tried to watch an episode and didn't really understand it. This is Glenn's response to that explaining QI. In answer to DC's request, here is an abridged synopsis of the UK panel show, QI. Each series of the show, now in the UK a series is a season, has been allocated a letter. So in the first series, all questions were A's, and so on. Stephen Fry hosted up to letter M when Sandy Toxvig took over, other Who's Line alumni. The idea of the show is to get points for being interesting with an answer, not necessarily correct. This immediately sounds like a show we would do well in. Stating the obvious or completely wrong answer sets off a klaxon and points are deducted. Alan Davies is the only regular in a panel of four and usually is the one that gets the most klaxons and therefore the biggest minus points. It is totally unscripted for the panelists, so there is a lot of improv. I suggest if you find it, you can watch the E-series, which in my opinion is the best to date, even including an elephant in the room. Hope you enjoy it, Glenn. Reminds me of an improv game, uh, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, sort of a panel where you have people giving advice on a topic, and one person is supposed to give good advice, one person is supposed to give blatantly bad advice, and one person is supposed to give the absolute worst advice imaginable. It kind of reminds me of that, where you, maybe you don't say the good or the bad answer, but you try to go off the rails as interestingly as possible. That actually sounds all right. That sounds pretty good. I, again, I, I would have to. I might go back and try to watch an episode. It, I just, I really couldn't understand it. I didn't understand the purpose. And I was watching it on Hulu, so they probably, I don't remember what series it was. So I don't think it sounds like a show you have to watch chronologically, but we'll see. So, what was the uh, quiz show with the whammies? Oh, uh, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's my favorite quiz show, just because of that whole no whammies uh, mantra. Yeah, it was that called Press chant. Your Luck. Press Your Luck. There it is. That's press a good Your one. Luck was all right. All um, right. I'm also, I, I don't care for a lot of the hosts over the years, but in concept, uh, I, I've always enjoyed Family Feud. Um, okay. I feel like they went real low rent with their hosts, and it hasn't been as enjoyable for the last... I don't know, 20 years. Did but Al I like the from concept. Home Improvement, did Richard Karn host that show? He did. He for did. A while? Yeah, it's, he did. He might even still be doing it for all no, I know. No, Steve Harvey's doing it now. Ah. Yeah. And then Louie Anderson did it for a while as well. Yes, he did. Louie. Yeah. So like I said, not the not my favorite hosts, I would say, but I've always liked the concept of that show. And going back to when we were young, I think I enjoyed it. Top five answers on the board. Yeah. Show yeah, me the potato idea. salad. They have that now. What is it? It's I think it's called Google Feud, 
where you can go to Google. Oh man, this might be a future episode. You can go to Google Feud. And well, I think I you you do two things and the most matches wins or something. So like let's say I'm just gonna click people. So it's how to raise, and you have to put whatever it is. So how to raise a family? Ducks. How to raise ducks? That's two strikes. How to raise a barn? Nope, that's three strikes. And you just see how many points you can acquire. So uh, HDL was the top answer. A boring ah. girlfriend was second answer. Blood pressure, what? credit score, money, chickens, blood sugar, my credit score, a puppy, and a kitten. This might be a future show because, yeah, again, I've watched people play this. On, you know, I got to get away from this. Otherwise, we're never stopping the show. Yeah. All right. We All have right. more emails. Mitchell good. Monroe, careers you don't expect. I this can read this one, too, if it's long because it's long is mostly for DC, as it relates directly to something he himself has gone through. But I would also like to hear Doc's thoughts, as I've heard you mention similar trials. I've decided that I'm going to pursue a master's in teaching, rather than my seminary degree. I'm in a place now where working in the church just isn't what's best for me, my family, or even the body of Christ. Maybe someday that will change, and I even anticipate finding more part-time for unofficial opportunities to work with youth in the church as I move on. But pursuing my seminary degree as part of that just doesn't make sense anymore. But perhaps that is a topic for another time. I'm writing you all today because as I was applying for the Online Masters of Arts in Teaching program, a program where you become licensed and accredited as part of your master's degree rather than your bachelor's, I discovered that if I wanted my focus to be in high school social studies, then I would need at least 30 hours from undergraduate courses of that nature, which was very deflating. Now, this institution is known for giving circumstantial admission for those who don't meet the prerequisites. And I'm also curious if my courses studying biblical history can act as substitutions, so I'm not giving up hope just yet. But what I noticed is, these requirements are not there for someone pursuing a focus in elementary education. Now, working with young children is something I have never had a desire or plan to do, but if I recall, DC had found himself in a similar situation before landing the career he now loves. So my question is, what thoughts or advice do you all have on this subject? Well, first of all, I think the more people we can get in the education field, the better. So I wholly support that. Um, again, <clears throat> your 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 views on your religion, your your religious beliefs, where you are in that is is either a conversation for another day or a conversation for you to have with yourself. But um, my issue was, I think what you're talking about is, I went to school. In fully intending on teaching high school, <clears throat> fully intending, intending on teaching French first, then I moved on to social studies slash history. <clears throat> but in my case, I realized that in most of my other, you know, in my summer camp job and things, I had spent more time actually working with young children. And when I actually went back and did some substitute teaching style work in a high school, I hated it because mm. high school students are asses. 
in many <laughs> in many cases, not all cases, of course, but in many cases. Um, so my first advice for Mitchell would be um, find a way to spend some time actually working with young children. Um, and I'm not saying like five or six, you know, depending on your accreditation program, that could be middle school. So spend some time working with kids at that age and see how it feels. If you like it, maybe elementary ed is the way to go. If you don't like it, don't do it just because you think it's easier. It's You're not going to be happy. Um, I mean, he already mentions that he has done through the church, you know, work with youth. So he may have some very relevant experience working with children, although I, it's not clear from the letter what the age group is, you know. So mm-hmm. he may have some perspective already on, uh, you know, age groups and what he might like to work. We just don't have that information with us. That is very true. Um, and also, yes, like you said, you know, this institution you're looking at might consider the work you did in, you know, in your seminary program or whatever, you know, previous educational experiences you have. This might all be for naught. They say absolutely come aboard and life is grand. Um, but keep us posted because, again, you know, I'm always interested in seeing more teachers. I keep trying to get Chip to be a teacher, even though I'm not really sure how that would work out in the end. I love you, Chip, but, you know, again, I think he would be a great teacher, but now he seems to be doing great work uh, with his with his work in, in Boston. So um, anything else on careers? We've we've had, we've conversed about college and the prerequisites and the general education requirements and our thoughts on that, but I mean, I will say I don't think I ever intended originally to be where I am now. I didn't intend to get a PhD. Um, I think sometimes things just happen, yeah, and it makes sense at the time, and you just go with it. Which sort of sounds like what's happening with Mitchell. Um, you know, don't get caught up in the river if you're not comfortable with where it's headed but sometimes it is okay to just sort of see where life takes you nope i totally agree it's um you know it's one of those things i you hear about people that that are saying you know people are going to have three or four different careers before they uh before they retire a lot of people you know you're in this field for 10 years then you jump over to this field for a while so you know, and that, that is the issue we've discussed, where, you know, at 18 years old, you're suddenly expected to declare a major and plot the remaining course of your life, where, you know, in a world today, who knows where you could be. Um, Danielle says, happy Galentine and Valentine's Day. Have you heard about Galentine's Day? No. I presume it's like Valentine's Day, but with a G and an A. It is. Well, the Valentine's also has an A. But the other end. Instead of the E. Oh, that's true. Galantine. I thought that was a cake. Hello. First, I would like to answer DC's question about watching the WWE Network on a Chromebook. I've had a Chromebook since my MacBook crashed in 2016, and the WWE Network will only last for three minutes before it starts over and plays the same segment again until the video freezes. There's an extension you can download to change the Chrome browser to Firefox, Windows, etc. to run New Japan better than the WWE Network. Probably the one flaw of owning a Chromebook. I agree, but now I have fire sticks, so life is good. Oh, we're going to interrupt Danielle's email. Cookies. Freshly baked. Happy Valentine's Day, Mrs. Manson. Happy Valentine's Day. 
And also DC. He is the one who said it, not me. I did. You know what's Ah. interesting about your microphone now? If you're not directly facing it and close to it, you can't actually hear it. Because, like, Mrs. Manson said something, but I couldn't hear it. Huh. I don't know. Say something, Mrs. Manson. Say something. Hello? Hi. Oh. How are you? Now back up and say something. Yeah, no, she's still pretty... I have noticed even myself I'm rather low on the microphone this episode. I was just going to fix it in post, but yeah, something's going on. You sound fine to me, but it's weird. <clears throat> did Did you just eat both cookies before she got one? Because she kind of had her hand... No? No. Never mind. No. She She was making a face, and I was like, maybe like... You had eaten a cookie, like you had eaten the cookies before she got one. I don't know. It was. I'm fun. pretty sure both of these cookies are for me. So, okay. Very nice. Where's her owl pendant? Is she wearing it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you're. I'm pointing. It's probably to the hard necklace. for. She's not going to be able to get close enough to the camera. You're just going to see. Yeah, that exactly. You asked for it. I did, and, and I got what I deserved. All right, uh, let's get back to Danielle's email here, because <clears throat> uh-huh. she's about to ask us a question about puberty. What? I've been slowly integrating away from Google as much as I can and moving to Outlook. For whichever reason, Outlook isn't recognizing the podcast email, so I'm sending it through Gmail. I finally got to return to work and school today after being out sick for a week with strep. I was the first one to get strep, and we now know it was spread by children. <laughs> I've never had strep, so it was an interesting weekend. I also now have less coins in my wallet because I spent $700 on my car for maintenance and replacing a mini bulb for my smart car. I didn't know she had a smart car. How smart is it? By the way, I would like to add to Doc's sentiments towards ASMR and Canopy. What's Canopy? Is that like ASMR? Canopy is one of those library streaming services I talked about Got last it. week. Okay. I've been able to watch a Ken Burns documentary on the Civil War on Canopy and figured. Although DC- I will say, uh, sorry to interrupt, but Canopy, the, 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 the streaming service actually starts with a K. They spell it funny. Oh, OK. But yeah. Uh, so she was watching Ken Burns on the Civil War and figured that DC might enjoy that PBS documentary. I think I've seen parts of it. I have a love-hate relationship with ASMR. I have to listen to the videos without talking because the whispering annoys me for some unknown reason. For the past that year, makes sense. I've been, for the past year, I've been falling asleep to 432 hertz music and similar styled songs that help me sleep easier than ASMR. What is 432 hertz music? Don't know offhand, but I mean, that's a tone, so it's probably a very specific um, music tone. Okay. 432 hertz is a specific note. I don't know what it is, oh. but... Interesting. Part of my job is picking up 15 kids in a van from three to four different schools and bringing them to our kaleidoscope school. There's a third grader who is already trying to tell six-year-olds about reproduction, periods, puberty, etc. I made a deal with said (coughs) talkative student that she can chat about that when no kids are on the bus with me. She soon realized that I set that up because there's always kids on the bus. I did give her advice to journal out her emotions and such daily at home if she could. I'm now on my 15th volume of journaling, not including a journal or two I've thrown away pre- and post-puberty. Why are you making... Danielle, you knew how I would feel reading this. My goodness. 
That advice has worked, and one of her parents thanked me for the advice. Here are my questions for the week. One, what advice would you give to kids going through puberty? Don't. (laughs) Two, any fond memories associated with puberty? No. (laughs) Hell is the first word that comes to mind for me. And three, any update on you guys getting a P.O. box? Cheers, at Danielle Sully, 19. Interesting. All interesting things. Um, I taught middle school for a brief period. uh, And while I don't remember having any conversations about this, I did have to sit with the boys and watch the video in fifth grade. Oh, man. Now, let me now let me tell you, it's hilarious because you the all the girls go into one room and all the boys go into another. And there's two teachers in each room. Two guys, huh. two girls. That is not how we did sex education when I was a kid. Now, this is not, this is just the introductory video. This is basically like, here's what's coming, folks. Get ready. <laughs> um, and so we watched the video and we said, you know, we have, we'll be able to answer any questions at the end. And of course, in a room of fifth grade boys, there are no questions at all. We then, open the door and kind of are sitting there. The female video, the girls are in there with the door shut for about 45 minutes longer than the boys. Uh They come out and everyone goes back to their classroom. The girls are giggling up a storm. The boys look like they want to crawl in a hole and die. Um, (laughs) Why? I, I think, I don't know. I don't know if it was just embarrassment, if it was, you know, I didn't watch the girl video, so I don't know exactly how that compared, but it's, you know, it It probably has better production values. It is an awkward video. There's some, there's some awkward, you know, animation of what certain things look like at various stages. Um, Yeah. Yes. And then. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So, you know, my advice, it happens to everyone and that I'm here if you need me. I'm not going to go through any more specifics than that. I'm going to let them come to me with specific questions rather than going to them and going, so have you noticed this? What do you feel about this? Have you had to put a book in front of your crotch when you got up in front of the blackboard? I mean, I just sort of feel like the advice to give is, hey, everybody goes through this. It's normal. It's weird. You're going to feel out of place. You're going to feel uncomfortable, but that's normal, and it's okay to feel that way. Yeah, and again, and I'm support. I'm here. If you want to talk to somebody else, we can arrange that. If you don't feel comfortable talking to me. Oh, no, you're going to talk to me. That's the advice. um, Any fond memories? Most of it sucks. Most of it. But you know, first love and all that. You can look back fondly on that, can't you? I there I can think of some fond memories. I'm not sure that I want to share them, but I, do I have any? I didn't yes. say you had to share. Do do I have any? Yes. There you go. See, I think yes, there are fond memories. Um I'll say this. Yeah. You and I are uniquely aged because I don't know about you, but puberty hit right around the same time that I figured out what the internet was. Hmm. 
Um, we got our first computer at home at the ripe age of 12. So you tell me how that turned out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel bad because there's a friend of mine who had the internet before I did, and I slept over. <laughs> <laughs> and by slept, I didn't sleep a bit. That's wonderful. <laughs> uh, any update on us getting a P.O. box? No. <laughs> uh, I'm, I've, I have filled out the paperwork oh, really? um, to renew my, my passport. And when I go to turn that in at the post office, maybe I'll, maybe I'll inquire in person about yeah. it. I believe we learned it would be cheaper where you are than where I am. Yes, we um, did learn that. Let's, let's get to our, uh, our email from our longtime first time. Uh, Rachel sends the following. Hello, friends. I'd like to respond to Danielle's email from last week, as well as DC's comments. As you both know, I am recently certified to teach pre-K through third grade. Shout out to me! And I've been working in a school for many years and have a lot of insights about this topic. Some strategies that have worked for me in the past and that I agree with DC on wholeheartedly is validating the emotions. Children need to know if it is okay to feel mad and sad or embarrassed. In regards to the child that Danielle works with, who is always sad because of his home life, one suggestion might be to give him a safe space to go to when he is sad. Have a picture of his mom, his favorite book, or toy or stuffed animal. Instead of interrupting the teacher, he can be redirected to his safe space. This also shows him that his teachers care and acknowledge and recognize his feelings of sadness. One thing I wanted to ask DC was if his school uses the second step curriculum. We have that program, and it's an entire unit about social-emotional skills. I think these things are so important to teach young children so they can manage their emotions at an early age. It's a lot of acting out and different scenarios and stuff. We do it up to grade three, I believe. I think that's all of my insight for now. I'm happy to help out with most early childhood questions. Like if DC would have me on question marks like he knows I'd like to do. Also, hi, Doc. Good seeing you last weekend. Um, I enjoyed my burger. It was quite good. We, we know of second step. We're looking to get second step. We currently don't have second step. Interesting. Um, but it is kind of the preeminent social-emotional curriculum. Uh, Darren, uh, a.k.a. Mags and Bags, sends us Valentine's Day. Ujambo? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Doc in DC? I would say Ujambo. Ujambo! I really, I, I saw the rally call tweet and realized I hadn't emailed you guys in quite a while. Firstly, happy Valentine's Day to you and your significant others. I'm not huge on the commercialization of the day, but I do appreciate acknowledging the impact on your life that only having someone whom you love to share it with. In other mags news, I am now involved in a couple of podcasts. Why We Watch concentrates on wrestling fans and content creators and their journey through the wacky world of wrestling. It would be an honor to have either of you on as guests in the future. The other podcast is a father-in-law project called Five Rounds, where we talk about all things UFC. Stop. Why We Watch concentrates on wrestling fans and content creators and their journey through the wacky world of wrestling. Well, I don't know about you, but that sounds quite a bit like question marks. So, Mags, baby, 
Bubby, Bubby, are are you are you cheating on me? Are you cheating on me and doing a show like I'm doing? Well, in fairness, if they've done more than one episode, they probably have more right to claim the topic than you do. Did they start before September when I released my chip show? Because I that released that was one, released. I think was that released in September? September or October? I took a long time off. Because um, I recorded it, I think, at the end of summer. So once I record that first show and put it out there, the the, the concept is mine in perpetuity. So uh, Is that how that works? I could go years without recording another one. So I'm, I see. I'm I kidding, see. of course. <clears throat> I am sure I am not the only podcast. Clearly, I'm not the only podcast that is, is chatting with wrestling fans. Um, but... I look forward to it. I, how do you feel about being guests on a show? I don't know that I've ever done that. I don't think I've ever. I have. I know you have. I'm saying with the exception of like the New Age Insiders show, I don't think I've been a guest on another show. Yeah. I mean, I've done the New Age Insiders a couple of times. I did Mitchell's former show. Um, yeah. Gift of podcast. But that might be all I've done. I don't know if I've done any others. I don't know. I feel... Trying to think. I think that might be it. Uh, Mitchell, you should feel blessed and honored. Uh, a live update. Um, Jason Maltov has responded. We are apparently on some other affiliates page. It was just an oversight on the drop-down menu, and it will be fixed as soon as ace producer Bill Neville gets home. Interesting. So. All right. Just curious. I mean... Um, yeah, and Mitchell wraps, or Darren, excuse me, Mags wraps up. Anyways, thanks for the opportunity, and I hope you both have a great day. Quaheri, Mags. He's he's breaking out some Swahili on us. Interesting. I'm not, uh, my um my old lab mate, um who I spent much time with during my graduate career, spoke Swahili as well. Um, I didn't understand much of it, but there you go. Uh, our final email of the evening comes from Bosk. Bosque, uh, and it is titled No Subject. Hello, DC and Doc. WrestleMania season is upon us. Cannot state how fun and interesting the Women Rumble and Becky storylines have been. Interested to see where the season takes us. Cannot remember if you guys commented on AEW or not. Wish them all the best. However, until they have a regular show that is constantly on the same day and or channel, I'm not all in. See what he did there? Yeah. However, healthy competition is good for all. Always will take yours and the besties' thoughts on other promotions and wrestlers and give it a chance from time to time. I do catch Ring of Honor on different channels here in Maine, but I find that due to syndication, episodes are out of order, repeats, or clip shows of past events. I started to catch New Japan Pro Wrestling on AXS TV, but I can tell due to the content WWE pumps out, I drive the wife crazy watching wrestling more than once or twice a week. I think I just like knowing WWE will be there on Monday nights. Doc, heard that the Ghostbusters movie was going to be a soft reboot involving kids with cameos of the original cast. Still a must do to the fact that most of the original filmmakers are involved. Thoughts, DC, love the Skyrim Diaries. Anywho, keep up the podcast. Always enjoy listening. Best Bosk sent for my eye. Thoughts on? I think you've shared that you're you're all in on the Ghostbusters reboot. All in, and you know, before they were rebooting with the all female cast. I mean, I just again go on record as saying 
I did like the all-female cast Ghostbusters. I thought that the overall tone of the world created was somewhat inconsistent with the previous films. But in terms of doing their own thing, I thought it was still an enjoyable film. Um, that said, I am excited to see cameos. And I think, you know, for a long time, uh, the third Ghostbusters movie has had been sort of revolving around this idea of back in the day, it was opening franchises, it's like opening a different Ghostbusters franchise in a different city. And it, the idea was, yes, you would get younger actors in there, younger comedians, sort of passing the torch, if you will. And although it's been delayed, if that's what this film is, like it's completely understandable that that's the direction you would go. I mean, I'm going to really miss the presence of Harold Ramis, Egon Spangler, for those Absolutely. of you who don't know. Uh, he passed away. I think he is the biggest person that I will miss. Egon certainly is one of my favorite all-time characters from science fiction. And um, yeah, it's. I think that's a hole that's going to be difficult to fill. Because that's the thing with Ghostbusters. All of those guys had a unique sort of personality. They brought something to the team, to the to the act, if you will, and they all played each off of each other so well. So to miss that component of the team, I think, will be felt. But I am, of course, open and interested to see how the filmmakers, um, in this case, I believe, um, the director, uh, uh, his son, who is doing this film, the, the, the original film's director, is the one taking over here. I'll be interested to see how they actually go about doing that, I guess. I'm looking it up. Hold on. Yeah, I'm pres I'm drawing a blank on the name for some reason. Uh, Jason I know the Reitman? Name. Yeah. Taking over from, I believe, Ivan Reitman. Yes, Ivan Reitman. That's the name I was looking for. I knew it was Ivan, but I couldn't, it wasn't coming to me. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I'm interested to see what they do. I love Ghostbusters. I just, so yes, I don't know. I think it looks good. I've only seen a teaser, but I'm excited. When it, when it comes to AEW, um, the other big news of the day, which we didn't talk about, uh, apparently at StarCast, which is kind of the convention that is going to happen before All In, there will be an appearance by The Undertaker. Well, that's not... So everyone's like, oh my god, he's going to be at All In. The Undertaker's going to be at Double or Nothing. No, he's going to the convention... In Las Vegas. He did tweet out a picture of him on a private plane going to meet with special people, which I thought was pretty funny. I find anything The Undertaker does on Twitter pretty funny, because it's The Undertaker and he's on Twitter. But the fact that he was trolling a little bit made me happy. Um, What's the gravedigger doing in the AEW zone? The... The Phenom, F-E-N-A-W-M, <laughs> Phenom. Yeah. Um, as for the Skyrim Diaries, uh, I'll jump right to my piece of positivity. Um, I have been craving some video games, talking to you, watching people play. And while I have Watch Dogs, which I've never played, and The Witcher 3, which I never finished, I found myself rooting around and pulling out Skyrim. And I randomly decided... To start uh, tweeting as, you know, the story of my character, um, which has now bought me completely back in. I played a little bit before we sat down to record. 
Uh, I'll probably play a little bit more tonight or tomorrow morning, but you know, it, I, I am enjoying it. I am enjoying the experience once again. I still submit for my money. Skyrim is the best, my favorite video game of all time. Is that your piece of positivity? Is that what you just said? That is my piece of positivity. I'm back into Skyrim. It's now combining Skyrim with a bit of, you know, somebody said, it, Jeremy said it made him want to pick up his Dungeons and Dragons dice again. There's a little bit of just character backstory building, you know, that that's hmm. going on. So All right. I am enjoying it. Cool. Um, My piece of positivity is I'm starting to get a little creative again i'm starting to start thinking about different projects that i might like to take on um i started putting together a list of every well i won't say every but let's say um important horror movies since basically the inception of cinema um okay and i can't say i've seen them all but i'm gonna start making an effort I certainly I sat down the other night and I watched some of the very early, you know, three minute short silent films um, that are considered to be at least the surviving ones that you're able to watch still. Um, They're considered to be sort of the origins of horror in film. And, uh, you know, so sort of culturing myself in anticipation of, again, a project that I'm still trying to sort of figure out what the scope of it really will be. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, feeling around, being creative, and, uh, yeah. I mean, more to come in the future, I guess. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. I am sure uh, people are going to be looking forward to whatever that is, be it written, audio, <clears throat> video, animal, mineral. All the above, I would hope, but we'll whatever. see. All right. Well, uh, that wraps up another episode of ddt podcast on this valentine's day thank you for spending some of your valentine's day weekend or whenever you're listening to this show with us uh doc manson at doc manson anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night if you'd like to have your thoughts right on the air you can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddt wrestling.com you can listen to this episode as well as all the back catalog of DDT Podcast by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, which includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to send a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It keeps the lights on and the podcast train a chugging. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at DC, DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie? Happy Valentine.